Let us know you're listening. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Final Forecast or send us an email at finalforecast at gmail.com. This episode of the Final Forecast is brought to you in part by the Book Exchange, where Mountaineers go since 1934. Check out their two locations, downtown Morgantown and Evansdale, or online bookexchangewv.com. Recorded live in Morgantown and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, Deshaun Butler, John Flowers, our lovely co-host Ashley. This is the Final Forecast. Yo, this is your boy Jay Flo here in Morgantown recording live. Another episode of the Final Forecast. I am once again solo without my my brothers, Deshaun Butler, who is in Israel, hooping it up, and my man Kevin Jones, who is in Japan, hooping it up. Our schedules will be aligned soon, and we'll get you some more great episodes soon. But until then, you're stuck with me, Jay Flo, and Dave, the producer. Dave's here. I am here. And today, Dave actually produced and got us a special guest Lil Bro Jordan McCabe that's me the Jordan McCabe <laughs> hey he, you said um, you said you're gonna be back with a bunch of great episodes and then you said but for now we just have and then I'm assuming you're just insinuating well, I didn't say this is gonna be an average episode this is gonna be the best episode I said, we've I said ever for now this stuck with me cause I'm not like the the guy like they love who is Deshaun. the guy they love the guy? they love everybody loves Day Everybody wants Deshaun. KJ is, uh, you know, he's quiet. We get a lot of, we get flooded a lot with uh, Japanese women loving KJ. Oh yeah, they love KJ in Asia. Really? Yeah. I mean, I know you're going to the NBA, but if you don't, every please. every college athlete, every college basketball player right now in college thinks they're going to the NBA. <laughs> so if you don't got that mentality, you're behind the curve. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So. Where do we start, man? It's a lot. <laughs> What's going on with you, man? I, nothing. I was just waiting to get on this podcast for the last, like, two years. That's now, how long it's been going? That's going a lot. On? That's a lot. I that's, have been. I'm pretty sure we asked you to get on before. Yeah, compliance, man. They're the people. It's compliance. Love them to death if they're <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> no, seriously, they are great. Preston, Master Lee, if you are listening, you guys are great. Do a lot of good <laughs> stuff for us. No, I'm being serious. <laughs> Trust me, because I'm like a... Do they give you a lot of shit? No, I'm a compliance nightmare. Not, not in like a really bad way, but like me coming to West Virginia, I feel like had to be you know a little bit different for a compliance office. Yeah, and that's just sure. the nature of the beast now. I mean, you're high on demand. I mean, that, I mean, I got lucky. You know, when I was a kid before college, you know, it didn't happen like this. Pretty much everybody in terms of, you know, uh, notoriety and stuff used to be on a level playing field. You can't call it luck, though. I mean, it's, it's skill, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's skill. Because not, not, not a lot of kids are able to dribble and handle the ball and do the things that you yeah, do. Yeah, but you know I'm mean? not naive enough to say that I'm the only one who can do what I can do. I think there's just – I think there's a lot of people – who can do a lot of really great things, whatever it is. I don't even – like, in a basketball sense, you know, there's a lot of guys – there's a lot of guys that can jump, believe it or not, like Zion. Like, you go around the country, right. you're going to find guys, if we tested his vertical, whatever it may be, as ridiculous as it is, you're oh. going to find guys who can jump like him. But there's a couple, like, like attributes. Zion? 
Yeah. I don't know, bro. That can jump as high as Zion? There's dudes <laughs> who can jump higher than Zion, for sure. That's hooping? Like, That's what I mean. There's just qualities. There's certain qualities that got Zion to the point he's at today, and part of it is luck. You know, because you get in front of this camera at whatever age he first got in front of one. Mm-hmm. You know, what if... I mean, Zion could be just like a mathematician at this point, but maybe somebody <laughs> was like, no, you need to hoop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they saw him jump one time in PE class in, like, third grade and said, no, you're, you're playing basketball, period. And he's like, ah, I really like math. And they're like, no, you're hooping. And then he gets in front of a camera. You know, that things, things play, you know, out in a really weird way. Part right. of it is luck. Part of it is luck. That's a little stretch with so Zion. He's going to get seen either way. <laughs> he can hoop, though. Like, I ran with that one a little balling, bit. He's balling, though, like. It's, so I wouldn't call it like I'll say it's about ten percent luck, but yeah. he he's bought like he's a baller like you know what I mean like he can really hoop yeah like his preseason games he's averaging oh no over 20. yeah no don't get me wrong you know he's I mean? he he can really re- I'm not when I'm saying luck I'm saying the notoriety piece politics. of him getting on the the scene Do right you politics a little bit of politics I mean it's to me I think it's more luck than politics because I remember being in my situation I mean I'm like five nine, super unathletic white kid who can just dribble the basketball a little bit. Right. There's a lot of like kids that look <laughs> like me that can dribble the ball. I'm serious. You I think mean, so? Yeah, for sure. I'm not gonna lie, you don't see that a lot. Like, I mean, the, the white white guys that like, yeah, true. The ball. That can really you got your pistol peach, your white chocolates. Um, yeah, but else? like can you name any a lot of other people. There's a bunch of guys now, especially with social media. Can you name Tristan Jazz? He can he can handle it. One, DJ Sackman, two. the guy I learned from, Jason Otter. You don't maybe know who that is. Oh, but I saw the video. Jason, <laughs> oh, the viral one. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hold on. First He's of all, crazy. I just want to say I don't know any of the people you just named, and probably no one does. But uh, it's Little good kids that you gave out there him. No T Jazz. Yeah, but your trainer though that video. <laughs> Dude, we, we're like three minutes in, and we haven't talked about a damn thing. We might be here all day. So, what's, so in, what's your trainer's name? If anyone doesn't know this video, so please go to YouTube, man. What do they type in? J- Jason Otter. Jason. So first of all, let me let me plug real quick. Shameless plug for my guy who got me to where I'm at right now. Jason Otter School Basketball is what I started doing when I was – like nine, eight, nine years old. Um, and he runs basketball camps and he's very serious. He's very intense. No, I'm serious. He, That's an understatement. He, intense is an understatement. <laughs> so what, what John is alluding to and continues to laugh at is that there is a video out there and he grunts. <laughs> and when I say grunts, he grunts like a like a tennis player when they they, they like swing through on, on every move. On every move, <laughs> that was when he was younger. Jason's forty something right Hold now. Up. Did he play like that though? Like no, he so he played at Austin P and then he played uh, professionally overseas yeah. before he started training. Uh, Jason Richardson was his guy. Okay, uh, so he he brought Jason Richardson up, and then after Jason went on to play for the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. Uh, Otter then opened up his own school of basketball where he just focused on youth development. Nice. That's kind of what I want to do. Yeah. But the, when when he was playing in games, no, he, he wasn't grunts? grunting out there. Oh, okay. No, he, <laughs> seriously, he was just a like a like kind of a crazy uh, exercise and sports uh, physiology major. So he That's wanted to like power and everything he watched yeah. tennis players and he's like well maybe i should grunt he did that when he was like 25 <laughs> he did that when he was like 25 so, so 30 and then he grew out of it and he's not doing that anymore so, but there is a hilarious video out so, there of him doing that with me so he knew he was doing it like he yeah oh conscious so, conscious 
You got to be a little what's, crazy to do this. What's crazy now. is I didn't even know that was you in the video at first. Because I'm like got a buzz cut, so, braces, so pre-puberty. I was, man, that so, big baggy shorts. I wanted to look like John Flowers back then because, <laughs> right. you know, they wore shorts past their knees back then. So when did you start hooping, though? Like, when, Shoot, did, I, when did your parents put a ball in your hand and say, you know what? That's all. That's all. You know, my dad, uh, he coached basketball, not at a high level or anything, but he coached like junior varsity basketball mm -hmm. in a small town when we moved around a lot for his job. Mm -hmm. uh, first time I started hooping was I was like five years old. Five. Um, and I, that, five years old is when I, my dad showed me homework basketball by Pistol Pete and these little, mm -hmm. uh, they were on VHS tapes. So that's your, that's, that's who you looked up to like growing up. I don't even know if they're on VHS tapes, but now as like a 21-year-old at this day and age, I just like to brag that I know what a VHS tape <laughs> is. <laughs> I was going to ask you that too. Like, did you come up in the uh, Animal Mixtape era? Big time. For real? Oh, yeah. Hot Saw. I mean, now it was YouTube stuff, so I, I would get the, Wait, I would how, get the how disc. You? you probably like five, bro. How old are you now? 21. 21, so I'm nine years older than you. Are we doing math like right 10. now? Dave, help. You weren't born. This is crazy. When I was in fifth grade, you probably weren't. You weren't even born. You're like one years old, and that's when N one was out. Like yeah. when I was in fifth grade. Yeah. No, I I don't think I was in the. Uh, I might have been like, I don't know if I was in the height of N one. I think that's you were more in the height of N one when it was live and stuff. But I remember watching N one mixtapes. Just got the tapes. Like yeah, constantly. I had the tapes. Uh, Jason actually played in, on the N one circuit. Jason Otter, the guy we were just oh, talking about. Real? Yeah, he played. He does it. That's his. That's his deepest, darkest secret. I probably shouldn't let that out. <laughs> oh my goodness! So he wasn't on the. I didn't see him on. Nah, they only he, had. Uh, what was it? The professor. They had the professor and Hot Toss. The, yeah. Those. Those. And then what? Escalade. Yeah. They. They featured like three, four guys. But Jason, he played. He did all that stuff. Yeah, growing up, man, that's all we used to try to do is just go in the garage and yeah. practice those moves. <sighs> Yeah, Jason was the one who, even though he could do all that stuff and, like, once again, like, I tried to be just like him. I could do that kind of stuff. But he wanted you to be able to do it but never really do it, you know, yeah. never pull it out in a game unless, unless you, you needed to. to. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like a karate kid thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, teach you how to fight but don't fight unless so how did, how, so you're getting beat up. Was that hard adjusting the plan for Coach Huggins? Yeah. Like, having uh, all that in your bag but not be necessarily being able to use it. Because I can speak from experience, like, I could say I had a lot in my bag coming out of high school. Like I was a top. Oh my God! Pause. Pause, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> the mic. Stop touching Dave the mic, told me, John. Stop. Stop stroking, stroking the, the mic. Top of the mic. <laughs> we got to work on our vocab. But <laughs> what was it? Yeah, like coming out of high school, like I was a top 100 player. But yeah, when I got here, I had to play a role on the team. You know what right. I'm saying? Like I wasn't going to come out here shooting threes. I mm -hmm. had like a a three dribble rule, like you can't dribble past three, catch the ball, score up. Yeah. Don't shoot unless it's <laughs> under five right. seconds on the clock. And then as I became a senior, then of course, like the restrictions came, the, the yeah, lease got longer. Bald. Yeah, so like, how do you, like, you're like a, a junkyard player, like mm -hmm. kind of say like, like if I was your coach, I wouldn't have you on a leash. And a lot of people on Twitter say that too. Like, Hugs just gotta let you go. You mm -hmm. gotta, you gotta, he has to let you make those mistakes so you learn, you know what I'm saying, yeah. at this level. I'm really glad he he doesn't. And and actually, I don't think if you asked him, you know, he would say that he does necessarily. Now, yeah, last year, I mean, leash or whatever you want to talk about was, was short. I mean, I'm a freshman coming into a, you know, kind of tough situation with where we were at last year. Mm -hmm. But I don't think 
you know, it was very difficult for me um, transitioning with that kind of stuff with hugs. Right. Because uh, I wanted to play. I mean, that, <laughs> that, at the end of the day, I talked to – I talked to Coach Martin. I still talk to Coach Martin, you know, as much as I possibly can, along with Harrison and the rest of our staff. Uh, just kind of sit down and see where I'm at, just to check in. And, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, you may be able to do all this stuff, but, uh, you know, if you want to play, this is what we need you to do. This is what Hugs is asking you to do. Yeah, man. That's that's how it was with me. Like, my thing was I had people from, like, back home, like. Telling you to. Shoot the ball. Yeah. Like, shoot. Do this. Dribble. Yeah. This. You act like you don't want to score. Because well, you're the home. I mean, and that's <laughs> similar to, to my situation. Being a hometown kid, like, people look at it like they want to see you do what you did in high school. Right. But right. I'm not playing, like, you know. The same kids I was playing in high school, no disrespect to the kids we were playing in high school, but, you know, I'm from Wisconsin. I yeah. played in a public school league. Like, I mean, it wasn't, like, the most elite competition when right. night in and night out. Now, right. we had some really good players and guys who could do some things, but, I mean, to compare it to, to the Big 12 is yeah. ridiculous. So, yeah, your role does change. <laughs> and that's what I told him. Like, you got to realize that. I want to play. Like, I don't care right. what you talking about. I'm just right. trying to get on the court. I'm mm -hmm. trying to get on ESPN. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a little FaceTime, right? So, yeah, man. And one thing I like about you here that you've done is you've done a great job of, like, building your brand. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you got your own podcast going and stuff right. like this. And this is kind of, like, the stuff that I was trying to do but didn't know how to do. Yeah. Dave didn't talk to me in college for real. Did you talk to me, Dave? Uh, a little bit. Like my towards my senior year, like you were putting like Pikachu's in my picture and stuff. Yeah, I was bored a lot. And that that's <laughs> that's most of the branding that I had. Like, oh, J Flo's always in pictures with Pikachu. I used to wear my headband a certain type of way. Yeah. So what what brand is it when you tell people that you've had sex with ghosts before? Uh, it just gets the people going. <laughs> Jordan, you Jordan, have you ever had like? I've never had a sexual encounter with a ghost or any extraterrestrial being in my entire you, have life. Have you ever Let me had? Just state this. <laughs> have you ever had an encounter with a ghost or any anything? Do you believe in ghosts? No, I don't believe in ghosts. Okay. Absolutely not. You do? Well, I mean, you had sex with one, so you do. John got a little excited at night and is trying to blame it on the uh, the ghost world. No, this is a real problem. Though. It's called sleep paralysis. Is that? Did I say it right, Dave? You, you did. Sleep paralysis. So it's basically like down south, people call it uh, the 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 hag riding you or something like that. It's sleep demons. Yeah, sleep yeah. demons. People didn't just come up with this, man. Like I just experienced. I just happened to experience it. You know what I mean? I'm not you didn't making, make it up. I'm not making. Yeah, I didn't just make it you're up. You're just. You're just a statistic now of another person that it happened to. It was pretty crazy, man. It was pretty crazy. See what you did, Dave. <laughs> I knew we were getting routed here at some point or another. I keep up enough to know about this whole thing. Listeners. Our friends at the Book Exchange want you to look your best at the upcoming football and basketball seasons. You can get 25% off the largest selection of WVU apparel and souvenirs at the BX with the promo code BX4FINAL4. That code again is BX4FINAL4. You can use this code at either store in Morgantown or online at bookexchangewv.com. The entire family can look the best with thousands of name brand styles for men, women, and those many mountaineers. So, yeah, what are we talking about? Your brand. Yeah. <laughs> so, you yeah. have, uh, I mean, you've done a good job of, like, building your brand from a young age. Yep. You know what I mean? I don't, did you do that on purpose? Like, 
make mixtapes and stuff like that? Did your dad? Um, yes and no. So I think, you know, going back to the whole thing about, you know, Zion and, and building this brand because he has, you know, one of the most marketable brands right now in basketball just because of the things he can do. But not only the things he can do, what I was trying to get at is there's a lot of guys who can maybe do something like Zion. They can dunk. They got 50-inch verticals, crazy stuff, but they're not as marketable as Zion either because they can't actually hoop or they're not personable enough or they're not motivated enough to do that in terms of build your own personal brand. Mm. So you get lucky in a sort of way where all this stuff kind of comes together and you get this once-in-a-lifetime type player like Zion. Right. Um, now, I'm nowhere near – you know the level of you know fame and what he's got going on, but for me it I was. You're not in the NBA, I think. Yeah, there's levels to it. Yeah, there's, there's different levels to it. There's levels to it, but I mean, in high school he had, you know, a couple million followers and all this stuff. So his brand and my brand are just, you know, proportionally a is, lot different, but similar in some ways. Is Dunking more valuable than handles. A hundred percent. You think so? Yeah. You rather is, be- is it more important in the game of basketball? No. No. No, I, I don't think so. But you think it's more flat. So it's, would you rather get dunked on or crossed up? I feel like if you get dunked on, it's more like, like, oh, that dude's got stupid bounce. That was crazy poster. They pay t- pay attention less to the dude who got dunked on as to if you get dropped, they worry less about the dude who dropped you and more about the fact that you're, like, laying on the ground. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. Tyloo getting stepped over. It's kind of like a moment in history. That's true. Brandon that's Knight true. still gets. That's know. what I. That's what I, he, he got dropped, right? He got dropped. By that's what uh, I'm saying. The guy who gets dropped is generally so they're not even really worried as much about who's doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The dunker is the one who gets all the the hype about uh, it. You know what I mean? I mean, like from back home, from like a back home standpoint, like you know, after you get dunked on, like I got oh, dunked yeah, on a you lot don't of times. Show face, and then people from back home would be. And nowadays, I got a funny getting dunked on story for you. <laughs> let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> so the first time, and I think the last time, except I almost got dunked on in the blue gold game. I jumped up with Jermaine. Doesn't really count if you get dunked on. Like you're f- how tall are you? <laughs> Five nine without oh, shoes, on, bro. I like to. What's your vert? Too. What's your vert? What's up? Can you dunk? I got one video of me dunking. It's a 10-foot hoop, I swear to God. I was light and in high school. It felt really great. I don't remember the last time I felt. You know about lifting in college. You never feel good. <laughs> yeah, you So don't. if you can't, if you can just barely dunk and you get to college, it's over for you. You're Listen, never dunking man, again. I don't know if you know Andy Kettler. I you, do know Andy Kettler. You, did you I have the pleasure of working out with him? Uh, I worked out with Andy a couple times on visits. On visits. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. You got recruited at a young age. But yeah, let's hear this. You getting dunked on story. And then I want to do the the lifting before we get to that. Love Andy Kettler to death. Those that know who Andy Kettler is, he was a previous uh, strength and conditioning coach here at WVU. Uh, oh my God. Your your guy. Um, That's crazy because you didn't even like. No, I never got to experience get- like him while I was in season. Um, you know, we did a couple things where I was doing like, I remember going in the weight room because he was taking body fat, just checking everything out. We did a little workout and I ended up laying or sitting on, uh, I was doing a wall sit to finish my workout, but he, I was doing a regular wall sit <laughs> and he grabbed a hundred pound plate and set it on my <laughs> lap. I'm like, okay, just, you know, make sure, cause you don't want to be soft in front of him. He's going to tell, you know, you gotta be. You got to be strong right here. I'm talking to myself in my head. 
and he throws this 100-pound plate on, and then (laughs) a manager walks in, and he gives the manager – or no, there's weights laying all all around the room in the weight room, and he tells the manager – pick up all the weights and put them back where they're supposed to go. And then he looks at me and says, don't get up until he's finished picking everything up. And he walks in his office and shuts the door. I'm like, I'm looking around like, you got to be kidding did me. You, did you move? Yeah, it's probably five, ten minutes. My legs were shaking. I think he was just trying to see if he could break me. How old were you then? Uh, shoot, I don't know. It was probably one, it was one of my last uh, visits here right before I got here and stuff like that. That's cool. I mean, now we're on the subject. I want to hear about you getting dunked on the – all right, so but Simi Simi Shatu, you know who that is? You ever heard that name? Nah, sounds African. Is he African? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Gotta watch out for those Africans. Can <laughs> dunk on so those guys. I'm in an AU tournament in Indianapolis. <laughs> um, I can't remember if I'm committed to WVU at this point or not. I don't think I am. I'm super concerned with all the coaches sitting there. It's a live event. And uh, I'm just like, you know, what everybody tells you to do when there's coaches, don't worry about that. Just go out, play hard, uh, and they'll notice what they want to notice. So I assumed playing hard was deciding to jump with this six, six eleven, super stringy athlete on the <laughs> on a fast break. Um, and all I remember, it was like a real – everything happened really, really fast. I jumped up, tried to jump towards the ball, ended up grabbing down. T- he had his arm extended already in but his right hand. what were you hand. doing, though? Like, what were you jumping? Like, were you trying to block the shot? I was like, uh, you know, guys who play hard will chase this down and try to go get a block. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I'm 5'9 completely left my brain at that point. It was one of those things where something, like, short-circuited in my brain. I'm like, yeah, I can get him. So, that's what's up though like, he's like 6'11 with like a 7'3 wingspan <laughs> that's not that's not who you jump with and I jumped with him and tried to block the ball but only got his arm so on top of it and you know this being on the other end of it if it's an and one it's even worse because then the game stops yeah. so I follow him follow him he hits I hit him on his right arm he dunks it and not only does he dunk it but he kind of Hits my body in a weird way. You hear the whistle go and one. I fall oh, and man. slide onto the baseline <laughs> where all the coaches are sitting. And one coach lifts his legs up and I slide into his chair. And the game stopped at this point. And then I look up and it's it's Tom Crean staring down at me with his Indiana polo on at the time. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, shit. You should have just asked him for a hand. Like, you should have said, help me up, coach. I, I should have been like, you see, I played hard. That's I didn't do anything, yeah, but I played hard. That's how you build the brand, man. You yeah, go get dunked on. That. That'll help. That'll help. But back right. to uh, the lifting thing, like, with Andy. Are you big into, like, lifting and getting – bigger and in shape and stuff like that or what do you, how do you feel about you know i i wouldn't say i'm huge into just strength or you know lifting or anything like that yeah. um, so what did they tell you before you came here about lifting because that was that was a big part of our program like, right like got you got guys like Charlie Zander who put on 40 50 pounds right Wellington Smith put on 30 pounds you know what mm-hmm. I mean did they tell you that they were going to put mad weight on you or? no and and it was a little bit different I'm not sure how exactly Andy did it um, but and I've heard of stories like that even with Andy certain guys either had to go up big or lose big or whatever um, all these strength and conditioning coaches you know at this level are geniuses and you know for us to have go from Andy Kettler to now Sean Brown mm-hmm. uh, is you know really really lucky for this program because Sean Brown is is exactly what any program would want and need he's with the been with the Celtics, been yeah. with the Raptors. Yeah. Um, so he's seen the highest level guys. And, 
you know, the training regimen is different, especially strength and conditioning at that level. Yeah. Um, than it is at the college level. Yeah. What would you say the the biggest difference is? I mean, between <coughs> NBA and college. No, like between Sean and a Kettler. I mean, I know you never really worked no, with Kettler. I, I, I know. I know what what Kettler's mo is. Yeah. Uh, Andy, <laughs> Andy wanted to kill you. He wanted you. He wanted you to fear him, respect him. Uh, I don't even think it was about that, man. It's just about being able to mentally handle everything that's thrown at you, bro. Right. Like, we saw Kettler more than we saw Hugs, you know what I mean? And so, you were closer with him. Exactly. So right. I think we had more of a reflection of Kettler than anything, you know yeah. what I mean? Because I still would, get calls from him to this day. Yeah, me too, man. That's my that's my guy, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. Like, he basically put it in our brain, instilled in our brain, like, if you can do this, this is going to be the hardest shit that you ever do in your life. You can do this, you can get through anything. And that's basically how we felt going out there playing against right. whoever, you know what I mean? Like going against uh, Tabit, who's seven foot five. You got Joe Mazzula guarding him mm-hmm. sometimes, you know what I mean? Because Joe Mazzula could squat fucking 500 pounds. So he's like, right. man, this ain't nothing. Like It's just a mentality mm-hmm. that, that we had as far as like eating weights and stuff. Like yeah. I'm feeling it now, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm here, I'm kind of hurt. I don't want to blame Kettler for that, but... Yeah, man, we used to eat weights. You know, yeah, you know I, I believe it. And, yeah, Kettler, he was a guy who, you know, everybody respected, but they always knew going in, you know, that that fear aspect was you no, knew no weights ex- were going to be the hardest part of your day. No excuses, man. Right. So what what's the difference between him and Sean, though? I mean, the weights are weights are probably the hardest part of, of our day. I mean, practice well. is, is very, very difficult in, in different ways than weights, but it sucks. Is it – is it true you guys replaced the ch- <clears throat> the treadmill with the the bike? You no, guys do bike. No, that's that's false. That's a complete <laughs> fallacy. Is um, it true that you guys run on the treadmill like at your own pace? Incorrect. Where are you getting this? Stuff? I'm just <laughs> telling you what. This I what heard. happens. Vet- veterans get out of this program and they're like, ah, you guys, you know, that that's the best thing is anytime you get out of a program, like I'm gonna do this when I go back to my high school. <laughs> I'm just gonna call out all the things that are slightly different <laughs> and then be like, man, you guys don't know nothing. You like, you, you youngins don't know nothing. It used to be like this or Wait, like that. Y'all are soft. First of all, I never still, said any of that sti- stuff. I just noticed. Some, it. I noticed some differences. I saw you guys on bikes. I saw that with my own eyes. Oh. I promise that bike will get you worse than, worse than the treadmill will. I promise, especially when when Jordan. Sean has you go bike treadmill bike treadmill bike treadmill. Jordan, and you got to do twenty total minutes on both Jordan. at certain wattage and certain speeds. John, stop playing. Jordan, oh my goodness, a bike. <laughs> We're talking about a bike instead of fifteen miles on the treadmill. Full Anybody? Speed. Okay, so this is great. What was you? John's pick? gonna be in the off season here, few months. <laughs> You know, the weather, hopefully we can, you know, and we don't want to skip through this time of year because it's basketball season, but <laughs> weather gets nice. I'm not We need to take it. No, 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 Completely called out the bikes. <laughs> so I think it needs to be, Dave, I think we need to film yep. this. Well, we yeah, need to I film this. Do the bikes. And all, 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 all Sean's got to do is put John through the one bike workout because we do bike for conditioning during our summer workouts, A which are the bike. hardest part of the year. I want John to go through one of the bike treadmill like combo conditioning workouts and we'll film it and we'll see exactly what he's saying what post. Do you, what do you think is going to happen though? You're going to die. It's a bike. I can You're sit gonna down. Die. You told me I get to sit You're down gonna and die. exercise. You're going to die. Oh <laughs> not my goodness. Die. John also I've has died a habit before of, and come back. I'm John not, also this. has a habit of making things up. 
to stir controversy. What did I make? Did I make up anything? Do you guys work out on bikes? In the summer, yeah. I didn't make up anything. We used bikes what I saw. in relation to treadmills as well. But I did hear that Sleds. when you guys get on the the uh, treadmill during practice, you can it's like the push the push one. Incorrect. Know? That's that's part the wood, of the, the summer wood, workouts. The woodwind. Okay, so that's false. So how fast is the treadmill now? Fourteen and a half for forty five seconds. Okay, fourteen and a half. It was fifteen with us. Just throw that out there. Uh, those I'm looking outside. We're recording at the practice facility. I'm looking outside. Those tires have cobwebs on them. They don't look like they've been used. Because we go to class, John. You flip tires because you didn't go to class. <laughs> Our group goes to class. So no one gets in trouble. That's a punishment. No. So, are you kidding me? We are We are 13, what do we got? 13, 15 saints walking around this right here. You guys are a bunch of good kids. You know what Hugs told us about being good kids? He said, it's a Hugs quote. Someone, people keep coming up to me telling me I got a bunch of good guys. You know, I got good guys. You guys are so nice. So I could t- I could find fucking good guys at the library. <laughs> we don't need good guys. We need hoopers. We need some motherfuckers. That's how we say. Has he said that to y'all? Yeah, a couple of times. Those words have come out some, of his mouth. I had some motherfuckers. Yeah. Did that confuse you at first? No. That that word or combination of words that I'm not going <laughs> to say because my mother would be mad if I said it on air. Yeah, don't cuss. Uh, I'll try to try my best. Though that word right there is used as like a noun, verb, adjective, any other like part of speech. Like it's just that's a blanket word. Yeah. Like you can call somebody that. <laughs> like that's that's part of them, or ju- they just are that. You know, it's crazy. That's maybe the favorite word during practice. I just learned this word in Spanish and I fucking I forgot it already. That's good. Good content. I forgot. Yeah, people use it all the time. Anyways. Yeah, man. I didn't know it was a compliment Kaden. at first. Until Oh yeah, big compliment here. Yeah. <laughs> like you walk down the you stairs. You wanna be that. You wanna be a mother. Yeah, and, and hugs points at you and somebody's with him and he's talking to them. He's like, That that guy right there, that guy's <laughs> that guy's a mother after you're like, That's right. Before I got here I'd be like, Wait, what? Huh? So, but it is—it's the highest compliment around here. So back to building your brand. You got a podcast coming out. I do. So it's—it's it's unreleased it as of right now. Oh, it's unreleased. Okay. Yeah. So it just got—it actually just got passed through compliance. So I have a little bit different route than than other people, just because I'm in the NCAA, uh, and as a student athlete, we got to get stuff like that cleared through compliance. Isn't that weird? For you to speak your mind, you have to go through compliance. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing where you're like, well, what about free speech? But there's checks and balances with all this free stuff. Speech. It's not free speech. It's just. Well, it is. I mean, they're, they're, like if they watch my podcast and they say you shouldn't have said this or we don't like the how you said this. I mean, it's just like then, Twitter. They're not. That's the definition of free speech, John. Are they your boss, though? The NCAA compliance? Yes. 100%. Yeah. I answer to them. Gotcha. Because if they say no. And I say, yup, and post it, and we get issues, it comes back But to they me. don't even know what you're talking about, I can about, be though. suspended. I can be all this stuff, depending on what I say or do. But they don't even know, like, what you're talking about. Though. What like, do you did mean? They, did they go over that with you? Like, what you're going to be talking about and all that stuff? No. No, no, no. That's why, that's why once I film it. You just got to yeah. answer that before you even say you want to put it out. Yeah. Like, think about that. If I was, like, on my Instagram and recording videos, and it was like, yo... You got to check with us before you post any video. Isn't that messed up? Not if you signed on a dotted line like I did and you oh, did, man. right? Signs your life away, huh? That's that MLI. There's a lot of stuff in there that 
none of us read and we just like yep i'm going here next year <laughs> let's go do you believe that uh ncaa basketball players and athletes should be paid that's a tough one that's a really tough you don't one have to ask it. I don't no, no no i've gone back and forth i've actually been on the side where i'm like yeah i think you know we should be or then we shouldn't be um with tim tebow the tim tebow comment <laughs> i love tim tebow to death i agree with him that the college sports are what they are because of the team and the fact that they are amateurs like it's it's a little there's like if we pay college athletes mm -hmm. the landscape will dramatically change more than we probably can even realize right now because when you become professionals and you know this because you now are professional basketball players there's a lot more going on you know in terms of like when when there's money involved different attitudes come into play, different like agendas come into play. Right. This is no longer about us as a unit trying to win a national championship for our school. It's about where am I going? What am I doing to make the most money? Right. You know so, what I mean? So, But if that's the case though, like school shouldn't get paid for it. They just give out tickets for free to everybody. He, here's my thing with the Tim Tebow comment. I think it's super, it's a super cloudy, super cloudy and everybody wants to make it this like clean cut thing. Mm -hmm. It's not, and, and it never will be. The one thing I do think with Tim Tebow's comment is I saw somebody of, of importance respond and say, you know, well, you know, back when I was in school, if I could have got paid, you know, then I went ahead to, to wonder where my meals were coming from or this and that. And personally, you know, and you can speak to this as well in terms of your team and stuff. I know guys because we do get we do get paid as of right now as college athletes. I don't know anything about that, Jordan. We do. So we, we, we in the, in the Power Five in the Power Five conference, and this is NCAA rule. The money comes from I believe the NCAA. I don't know the logistics on it. <laughs> so I, should, I should say I don't know where the money comes from, <laughs> but the NCAA <laughs> pays the Power Five athletes. That's um, part of the incentive of going to a Power Five school is you get a, a monthly uh, stipend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, like a couple hundred bucks to pay your rent. Pay your rent, and then and you and get your your. Realistically, like right now, after rent, I'm sitting with like a couple hundred dollars for groceries and other stuff, which I don't for really, a month. For a month, which is ridiculous, isn't it? What do you mean? I mean, to me, like that's like, not enough. I use my example. Like I got paid a thousand dollars a month. Five hundred of that went to rent. Uh, rent. I mm -hmm. had to pay for gas. Yep. Which is probably like two hundred a month, and then food. Yeah. So, I was living off a thousand dollars a month, and then my girls would take care of me. You know what I'm saying? Because I was <laughs> a pimp, I was pimping back then. But <laughs> it was tough, man. Like it was really tough. So when I hear like, who's the dude that went to UConn to say he was starving? Shabazz Napier Shabazz started the whole conversation pretty much. <laughs> yeah. When I hear him say like, "Yo, we're starving," I can actually believe that if he doesn't have mm -hmm. a girl or girls to take care of him like I did. You know what I'm saying? I had right. Flo's Angels who basically just looked out for me, man. Shout out to Flo's Angels, man. Dear Lord. <laughs> we have a whole different type of college experience, Jay. Yeah, man. But we'll get into that in a second. But oh, we're going to get into that. So, yeah. no, here's what I, I – well, like I said, I don't know which side of the fence I completely sit on. It, it changes, and it's very, very cloudy. People who want to make it clear cut uh, I don't think are thinking through everything. Um, one thing I do kind of like the the route we're going with the the image and likeness, and I'm biased towards this because I do feel like I could, you know, make profit off of I, my brand. I, yeah. We're talking, you know, we're talking about <laughs> building brands and stuff. If that's the route you want to go, I don't know 
if somebody should be allowed to tell you you're not allowed to go off on your own endeavors exactly. even though like you know i'm still working let's just quote unquote working for the ncaa mm-hmm. as an athlete for them if i'm doing that I just think about like, yeah, you can sign to a big corporation, work for them, mm-hmm. but go home and be like having a tech startup in your garage yeah. and they can't tell you you can't do that. Exactly. Right. Or you can't start uh, a you know, apparel company out of your garage. Like if that's what you want to do, I think exactly. entrepreneurship is completely like suffocated. Yeah. Or at least partner up with the players. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Dave, how many headbands could I have sold when I was playing? Oh, a, a handful. A shit ton. Yeah, you know what I mean? at least five. <laughs> at least six, at least, <laughs> at the very most. So, like, things like that. Like, I, if I could have partnered up with, like, the Book Exchange or WVU, mm-hmm. whatever, and just made a bunch of headbands and sold them and marketed them, then, yeah, I'd be good. Yeah. I deserve that, though, you know what I mean? Because right. I put the headband on the map just because of how I pay those Flo's Angels. Yeah, and Flo's Angels. <laughs> yeah, no, it, like I said, see, even what you're saying, like, part of it, I'm like, yeah. Part of it, I'm like, eh, like could open up some stuff where, you know, you, but, it gets more towards professionalism and all that. My, my my view is like at least, at least like put money aside for the players to have after they graduate, because that's when shit hit the fan for me. Like when I first graduated, that little thousand dollars I was getting each month, that shit stopped. That's gone. Now, right? <laughs> so I'm like, yo, what the, what am I doing now? So I was sleeping on couches, borrowing money from my agent and stuff like that, just getting deeper and deeper in a hole. Mm-hmm. So, if that if I had some money after school, just set me up for a little right. bit. So I, you know, what I'm saying I gave. Yeah, four so years. May, maybe that maybe that monthly stipend is increase a percentage across the board. Uh, but then, like I said, with every you know kind of rea- like action like that, you have a reaction where now what if every single sport comes looking at every different you know if if Power Five's getting paid a couple thousand a month. And, and then people are going to be like, well, they're the ones bringing in the money or whatever. But yeah. it's it, and the NCAA is trying to keep this kind of equality, which is slowly <laughs> diminishing, you know. Equality between who? Schools. Gotcha. And, and it's very, very difficult to do because of boosters and different programs. I mean, you look what we have here at WVU, and it puts a lot of other schools like to shame in terms of facilities. We have yeah. some of the nicest stuff yeah. in the country. Yeah. I think if you p- start paying athletes, that's another thing you'll see. And in, in my mind, I think you start paying athletes, you'll see a diminish in in stadiums. You'll see a diminish in facilities. Why? Because that's where the money's going at this point. All the money that we make every night we play in the Coliseum, not all of it, but a lot of it is funneled back towards the facilities. You don't think that we're wasting some of that money? You have sauna. I'm in y'all locker room. Y'all got saunas and steam rooms and no, all I'm types not of saying, sh- But that's to get recruits. Do that's, y'all use that's that? That's the name of the game, yeah. Y'all use saunas? the saunas? You use it? Yeah, our staff and our players use it. After, I don't use it as much. Derek's always in there. Derek after, loves a sauna. After a drunk night out downtown, you just hop in there and sweat it all out. Drink like, Mountain Dew a lot. I don't know about all that. <laughs> That's bad for you. Yeah. Lower your, uh, your sperm count. But uh, I would worry where all it? this money is going to build alumni locker rooms too, John. Yeah, alumni locker rooms. Is, yeah. Shout out to Bob Huggins. But that's not where the, the money – that's not money from the NCAA. That's money from us. That's money from our state, our boosters, our guys – here in West Virginia. So when you think about like Duke and North Carolina and all the boosters that they have, and I'm not, I'm not gonna say that, but they have a, a lot more boosters and a lot more money than we have, you know what I mean? So yep. the little bit of stuff that we do have, it doesn't come from the NCAA, which is where it should come from. It comes from 
boosters and stuff. Yeah, cost him hugs, going out there and raising the money himself. And it's a it's a very like I said, it's a clouded clouded conversation that you know I'm not willing to step one side or the other that we should or should not get paid. You shouldn't have to. I'm sitting on the fence right now because at the end of the day, the NCAA is my boss. Smart man. Smart man. Yeah. No, seriously, (laughs) it is. And and the more, like, I would have to see, but in order to have all the information to make a a decision, you would need a team of hundreds of thousands of people to see where money flow is going and everything like that and then make decisions. But it's very, very difficult. But you see states like California and Florida – there's there's definitely change on, on the horizon coming. with this stuff. So when you leave and you see all these players getting paid, you aren't going to be like, well, they owe me. No, not at all. All right, cool. No, because, so, I mean, you guys laid groundwork for us to have a facility like this. Yeah, guys before I, you and laid pissed. the groundwork to just have, a, you know, to have the facility. And I'm pissed. I You're come pissed. back. I mean, I get to use the stuff, but I come back and y'all got. Did f- you guys have this catered, BPF? Catered food. You had the BPF, right? I did not, no. You did had the Coliseum with no you, AC. Yeah, the Coliseum is held to practice in. It yeah. is during the summer. There's that's no why AC in there. And that's why they're not going to have the TBT tournament in there because there's no AC. Is that really why? Yeah. It'll be somewhere in West Virginia, though. Really? Yeah. You going to come? Of course. 100%. Come do a, a live podcast. What's the name of your podcast? Right now, it's the, the Jordan McKay podcast. Super original, super awesome. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't go to a Final Four yet. 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 So I can't uh, can't kind of brand that that name right there. Uh, it's Jordan McKay podcast, subject to change. Do you so. think you're – are you trying to fill anyone's shoes? Here? Yeah. No. Like a great point guard? No. Or no one? Uh-uh. That's if I told saying. you right now, like, I'm trying to fill Javon Carter's shoes, they'd be like, well, you know, he was a two-time, you know, national defensive player of the year. Right. He does stuff that naturally a lot of people just can't do. Right. Now, does that mean I'm not going to, you know, go into practice every day and bust, you know, my tail to try to be – as good on defense as I possibly can because there is a void we got to fill there. No, of course not. I mean, I'm going to go do that. But at the end of the day, you hear guys say it all the time. I'm not this guy or this guy. I'm – and then insert your own name. I'm Jordan. I'm the one and only Ty Crane. Got you. Yeah. You, you too young for that reference? Ty Crane. Why do I know that reference? <laughs> He's young guys, man. You no, know seriously. Why do I know that reference? Coach Carter. Coach before Carter. your time. That's right. No, 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 no. I was in high school. No, no, no. Not saw it with my my, uh, my girlfriend in high school. You probably was like five. Don't worry about it. But uh, yeah, man. What What are some of the things you need to work on that you think? Can I tell you what I think you need to work on? Go ahead. Come on, Coach. You're gonna, well, you gonna get mad. You're not gonna absolutely throw no. the chair at me or no. something. I think you just need to work on your your defense a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, h- playing for hugs. He's a defensive coach, right? You mm. know what I mean. He. he I think you just need to work on like sliding your feet a little bit more and just staying yep. in front of your mat, and that's going to keep you on the floor. One hundred percent. And I think that's most of the time what got you in trouble last year, just kind of getting beat sometimes. And sometimes it was the turnovers. Yeah, you know turnovers I and mean? defense for sure. But I just most of all, I think it's the defense, and you're really good at getting everybody involved in the game. Yeah. And that's exactly what we need. So. Yeah, defensively, I think you know you come to to a school. An underlying reason that I came to West Virginia was it was a place where people immediately had that knee-jerk reaction of why would he go there? He doesn't, you know, he's not ultra-athletic. He's not fast as hell. How is he going to be able to play defense at that level the way that they do? Because it's unorthodox the way that we do things. We try to, you know, crawl up in people's shorts, get them moving fast, Mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff. And I knew immediately people would be like, ah, Jordan will never last there. So whether it was stubbornness or, you know, pridefulness or whatever, you know, clicks in my mind that drives me, 
that was the same thing that happened when I signed my letter of intent was I'm going to West Virginia to prove that I can play not only just basketball because I knew and I know now that I can play at this level and impact the game offensively, but then show people that that defensive checkbox, that that box is going to be checked when he leaves here and goes wherever he goes. Because if you make it through four years of playing for hugs and you actually stayed on the floor, like you just said, that means you're playing defense because you won't be on the floor if you can't. Exactly. So I think you're going to be – you're going to be fine, man. I think uh, just a lot of people just got on you about your defense and stuff oh, like yeah, that. But it's hard as a freshman. Like, they, we got so many defensive rules and Principles stuff. Principles that, that you're not used to. You're not used to. So. At all. Still yeah, getting man. there. You, you'll be fine. Uh, well, Huggins calls this the redeem team, right? Does he? I don't know. I've, I've heard that. Or someone did on the, the social account for basketball on Twitter says redeem team. Yeah, you guys did pretty bad last year. Yeah. What, what was you saying <laughs> attributed to that? <laughs> Bad year. Uh, <laughs> a super fan. A super fan yesterday said uh, she thought you guys had some bad apples. Is that what she said? Yeah. And it just trickled down. You don't have to speak on it if you don't want to. Um, no, I mean it's not a secret. We had probably one of the worst years in in this you know bat- program's history. Um, Did you guys give hugs a, a heart attack? Was that him? Huh? No, that was a that oh, was yeah. a team that went to the Sweet Sixteen. So shit, uh, I'm, was that um, Elijah? Didn't he tell that story? Was that Texas? No, I don't know. They're playing Texas here, I believe. Mm. Oh, I did tell that story. I remember. I remember watching on TV. Um, Whatever. But uh, no, we didn't do that to hug. (laughs) I think. I think you know emotionally and mentally we might have scarred him. You know, worse than that because it was. It was a difficult year. Um, So you know, people have heard that it's been played out about how last year was just bad. Bad. Uh, So what do you see? this year that's already better or improving from last year there's there's a lot of different things um and and john seen you know is it was yesterday the first official practice that you saw three hour practice yeah, you I saw the summer ones yeah i didn't stay for the whole one but but yeah, you these, saw these a little are some bit of the first practices um coach said uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice <laughs> look i'm trying to be nice yeah, y'all getting back to it. You starting to get into it. No, I mean the the difference between this year and last year is guys guys want to be here, guys want to compete. Uh, I told uh, some people that last week before our blue gold exhibition was, you know, we have you know guys who walk in the gym every day for practice and are ready to to not only you know be happy that they're there and thankful that they're they're on a, a great program in in an organization like we have but compete with one another. Uh, there's no brother-in-law going on. People are pushing each other. We all have the same common goal. Um, and, you know, the guys that are no longer here with us, we wish them the best. Uh, Basketball is a weird thing. Team sports are a weird thing like that. Um, you know, there's guys, and I could list right down everyone that's not here with us anymore. You can put them on different teams, and they can do – unbelievable things you know with different teams and different situations it's a hard thing you know you got to find all the right pieces hello final forecasters i'm here to distract you and hide the fact we just made an edit to the episode okay back to more of our incredible content yo so how do you feel about the alumni being able to come back i mean how do you feel about like coming into the gym every day and seeing like alumni like Chuck Bryant and all those guys just working out in the gym and stuff like that. Y'all don't ask a lot of questions, man. Uh, 
Uh, you asked Tariq I, Phillips. I I probably talked to Tariq yeah, more than he yeah, wanted yeah. me to talk to him my first year. <laughs> He's like, God I damn, do, this kid's back again. What do you want? I but, do remember that. Y'all talking about defense and stuff. I was like, why are you talking to him about defense when I'm sitting right here? Like, this is weird. <laughs> you want good I'm advice. you, John? It's just weird to me. 6'7". Six, 6'7". Seven. Six, seven. I try to get a little bit closer to my height. That way I can, and, respect. you know. I'll take a little bit of the disrespect back. Uh, okay. I, don't, I don't feel as disrespected. Okay, good. But, because, no, we do ask – we ask questions as much as we can, but I think seeing alumni, it's it's different than other programs. Other programs don't do that yeah, as much. Exactly. They don't. And Is that you think that's like over could be used as a recruiting tool as well, like just seeing? Yeah, I mean, if you know, everybody wants to preach family, family. This is a family and all this stuff. But how much of a family are you if you're only here for four years and then you're just done and they kick you to the curb and it's the next guy up? Exactly. When you got a coach who's going to build you a locker room down there, mm-hmm. you know, give you you know, access into the facility and all that stuff as a professional, that's that's what it actually means. That's what I love about Hugs is people always ask if he's, you know, the, the questions asked is, is he always like that? <laughs> you know, because they watch him during the game. Yeah. Is he always like that? I'm like, what do you mean like that? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm assuming you're saying like how he talks and stuff. And, and I'm like, to be honest, Hugs is pretty like soft-spoken. Yeah. Like when you sit down and just talk to this guy, he's soft-spoken. He he says a lot less than what he just goes out and does. Like he gets things done, and that's one of his things. That yeah, on he, TV, he's about Fifty Shades of Red, but yeah, was, uh, he has yet to cuss me out. Nice. Cuss me out off the court. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he doesn't cuss at me off the court. I haven't heard him say a cuss word off the court. Well, Listen back to our two part episode. He didn't cuss. Did he cuss? I think he did. I know some people like past teams are like these old these old dudes keep coming back like duh, duh, duh. this all stuff now some people have that mentality, that mentality that's, why, that's, that's why i asked it's a really toxic mentality to have these are <laughs> seriously i don't know who who's thinking like that or saying stuff like that but that's not going to work out for them because you know looking I mean, at, I, I looking kinda, at the kind of respect here. it though like you respect the fact that so next time you walk in the gym, like get out. This is my kinda, gym now. Kind of that, kind of that mentality. <laughs> that doesn't mean I have to listen to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. But I kind of respect that mentality. Like, yo, this we we going to the final four now. We going. This our shit now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of respect. Yeah. I, I can respect that. I don't respect the disrespect. You know what I'm saying? No, I I I, I see what like, you're getting at, but I think everybody's different, and I was taught that like. I wasn't taught this, but, you know, if, if you're shooting or I remember, you know, Alex was shooting and Tariq was shooting last year just mm-hmm. in the gym getting the workout in, I mean, they've done something for this university. Right. I've yet to do anything. So mm. they shoot on the main court, I shoot on the side court. That just is what it is. I like it. It's not a, you know, submissive part of me yeah. or, you know, being a, a bitch. Know, that's you, that's, that's you, some people thank you. No, thank you for filling that in. I wasn't going to. But, oh, yeah, I'm, it's not being that. It's about respecting what's came before you exactly. and uh, and realizing that having alumni here is a, a, an advantage. That's dope, Jordan, that you have this mentality. That, you know what I'm saying? That's such a young age being how old you are. Like, a lot of people don't think like that. Like, right. a lot of people think, like, oh, you ain't going to bitch me. Yeah, I'm, I'm a dog. I'm a dog. I got to yeah. do this and act like <laughs> this. Like, you can be a dog on the court. JC was a dog on the court, but off the court – People liked him. Yeah, exactly. It's okay to be liked and still be a dog. <laughs> like you can be two kind of people. It's okay. Like, yeah. you don't have to have a split personality. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Tariq is one of the, like, Tariq, JC, all these guys, uh, like, on the court, mm-hmm. dude, you don't want to see across yeah. from you, right? Exactly. Off the court, one of the nicest dudes in the world. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he's from New York. <laughs> Like, what does like, that mean? That's where it started. 
New York is where this all started. I got to be a dog yeah. on the court. Off, and that's True. just how it was. I mean, that just is what it is. <laughs> Tavon Meyer is a dog on the court and the funniest dude off the court. Yes. And somebody that you guys have had him on before. That, that episode and stuff <laughs> shows you exactly what Tavon is when he's not on the court. Right. You can right. flip the switch. It's okay. Right. I don't got to be like, Flowers, get off the, the main hoop. This is my stuff now. <laughs> I run this. I, I'm the captain now. Yeah. No, it's okay. You don't Dude, gotta freak out about that. All, all JC that actually used to come in and like change the music. That's about it. But I play some wild shit. Like you, you ever hear my playlist in the gym? I play like old school. Like, old school hip. Yeah. I think you and Oscar listen to the same stuff. For Oscar real? loves like Fifty Cent and stuff like that. Just old. Did school. you just call Damn Fifty Cent old he school? Did. Jesus, I'm fucking. Right. When's the last time Fifty this Cent dropped crazy. an album? He's too busy making power. What? Power. Yeah. Exactly. No. He's moved on. He's matured. He's old school now. Still, wow. it's still your birthday. <laughs> so, so how's living in Morgantown, man? Like it's awesome. Did you I love you having fallen to fallen into the Morgantown. No traps. No, no. Morgantown. Lead us not into temptation. What's that? Lead us not into temptation, but, but deliver us from evil. My man, not that's, a Catholic, but I know that. That's what I said every time before I stepped out in Morgantown. <laughs> Before I went Every time carried downtown with the Flo's <laughs> Angels. Before I went to High Street, I said that. Lead us not to temptation, but deliver some evil. Yeah, Morgantown's dangerous. It is. So you got a girlfriend? A significant other? Well, first of all, we're talking. I I'm do talking have a girlfriend that. at the moment, yes. Okay, congrats. A year now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like so right when I got to school. Really? So yeah, you're a pretty sophomore? You about to be a sophomore? Yeah, she's about to be a sophomore. She's about to be a sophomore. We That's met walking walking to class. She was walking to class. I was driving. Uh, was right, like, yo! Right it wasn't a yo. That's a funny <laughs> thing. Out the car window. Now I, get, now, now I get updates of, like, how many yo's did you get walking to class? Because she'll be walking to class now, and she'll be like, just, she'll get into class and text me, like, seven. What? And I'll be like, God. And Damn. driving up. Yo! What times like you, you want about it, though, that made you be like, yo? Huh? I didn't do that. Yo! Was I already you? knew her. Oh, okay. From cool. social media stuff, that's, you know. That's a good it, thing about as, today as, too. As dumb as that sounds, uh, we did know each other. Saw her walking, you know, to class right on Woodburn. Yelled her name mm -hmm. like a respectful, respectable young man. I didn't think you hit her up on WVU after dark and I'm like, yo, the girl that we had on the tights with the, the nope. hoodie and the nope hit me nope. up. <laughs> no, no, didn't didn't go that route. I yelled her name, knew who she was. We had never really like talked or anything. She waved back. And conversation started. That's what's up, man. I didn't learn until my junior year that you shouldn't have a girlfriend in college, Morgantown specifically. Yeah, I, I don't want to discourage you or nothing. Right, I'm just yeah. saying. Like, I just didn't. That's when I learned. It came to a realization that like, you should just enjoy your college career, just have fun. Don't worry about that stuff until. What do you mean exactly, John? It's just like like I met my wife in school, but we were just cool. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we didn't have any ties like i wasn't tied down i could do whatever i wanted to do you know what i'm saying i don't think that as a young man in college right you're kind of kind of famous you know what i mean like you got a notoriety i think you just enjoy enjoy your time man have fun man yeah i read i read something and there is that weird thing uh there is that weird thing where being a college athlete and stuff there's like a different type of lens that people view you through and all this stuff uh, and when it comes to dating and stuff, it's it's this kind of like untouched area by coaches and stuff because that's your personal life and everything. But you talk to other guys and they'll say similar things to what you d you said. You know, you got other things to focus on and all this. 
and you know some people call them distractions and all this stuff which no doubt they can be but yeah. also just you know running around doing whatever you want can be a, be distraction, a distraction as well yeah. so it's all about kind of it doesn't matter I'm not saying from a distraction standpoint. They could also help you a lot too. Like my 100%. freshman and sophomore year, my girlfriends really helped me a lot because they would make like peanut butter, jelly sandwiches, help me gain weight. I had to gain weight. So they would like wake up early and make that stuff. And, you know, some would rebound for me in the gym. You know what I mean? But yeah. when I had Flo's Angels, it was a team effort. So it was easier for me to get my weight. And Did you, did you? <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble. When you first reached out to these women, was it like a very formal? Like you sent them like "Welcome to Flo's Angels." Like you've now been like, did they have to sign something? What happened? Nah, it, it wasn't really official. Like group. this is your I formal application to Flo's Angels. I, now I would have did that, but I didn't do that. But I just learned like after Could have my a written contract after my junior year, I just learned like, yo, you just gotta be real with these girls, like. Right. You don't want a relationship. You just want to have fun. Just do what you want to do. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to be tied down because. Don't tell me that didn't bring you drama. It didn't. It brought me less drama because you're being real with everybody now. Like, mm-hmm. look, I mess with her. Yeah, but then she they say, then they, I'm sure they told you, yeah, it sounds good. And then it wasn't all good because they just, saw you down at whatever bar that it was. If it's not all good, then just leave. Like, then you're no longer an angel. At the end of the day, you can say, like, yo, that's not my girlfriend. I don't. Yeah, we mess around, but and you, they can't say you lied about it. What can they say? You know what I'm saying? But That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I, it might be simpler for you to just have a girlfriend and stuff like no, that. No, yeah. I read something, and it was like, uh, who posted it? Michael Blackson. No, not Michael Blackson. <laughs> Somebody famous posted it and said, like, life's too short to wonder when you should or when you shouldn't love somebody. If, like, you're supposed to just go through life, and if you love someone, love them. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, you know, for life or anything like that. Not, no, nothing's guaranteed. Like, day-to-day, you shouldn't be worried about, you know, am I ready for this or am I in the right position now to do this? Like, you're supposed to just allow that to happen instead of putting up roadblocks. So. And there's a, a lot of fish in the sea. There is. You believe in soulmates? You don't believe in ghosts, but do you believe in soulmates? You're stuck on this one, huh? Yeah, yeah, I believe in soulmates. I believe in soulmates. Yeah. So, who knows where your career is going to take you? You know what I mean? Like you can be playing mm-hmm. in LA after this, right. and you go to the NBA. You can be playing in Israel. Mm-hmm. You can be playing in Japan. Who's to say you won't find your soulmate in one of these countries or one of these places? You know no, what I'm that, saying? Like, that that's fair. I think if you believe in that, you do. You said you do. God, you got me on tape saying that. <laughs> I, you don't no, have to I, I don't know. I think, I mean, <laughs> God, I don't know anything about this. I'm just <laughs> shooting blind out here. I don't but know. But no one does. Like, I didn't know. I st- still don't know a lot about it now. I'm 30, you know what I'm saying? But especially when I was in school, I wasn't yeah, thinking about this shit. Yeah, we're learning as we go, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mean, at 21, like, at 18, I thought I knew everything. Yeah. At 21, I'm looking at my 18-year-old self like he was an idiot. Exactly. At 25, I'm going to look at myself right now and be like, he was an idiot. Yeah. And at 30, it's going to continue to do the exact same thing. So we're learning. I'm 33, and I still think I'm as dumb as shit. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if, you know? if you are enjoying the person you're with, you guys are enjoying each other's company, great. Like, Let it be. Exactly. Yeah, don't, don't, then that's exactly where I'm at right now. Exactly. You know, she but, she supports me. I support her. She makes me better. I make her better. And that's that's that. Does she, does she understand, like, your lifestyle, though? Yeah. Like, it's a lot of temptation. Your DMs are probably 
crazy. Her DMs way worse than mine. You think so? I mean, I know a, so. She's a hot girl, so I, I know so. And Morgantown, so you know so. Yes. You got access to it. I don't have access to it. <laughs> I've seen it. I don't want access to it because I'll be like, "What the? So no, the, I just stay away from all that." <laughs> so the level of trust has to be high. Yeah, that's yeah. why I say like, why even. Stress yourself out about it in college, man. Like it's college, just have That's fun. why I try not to stress. I you say so if you can do it, man. But I was just like, yeah, I'm not worrying about none of this right now. I'm just yeah, I'm not claiming you, to know everything. You I do just what you want right to do. I'm gonna do. That's exactly what I told my wife at the time. It was just cool. I was like, you do you. I'm gonna do me. And we'll if it's meant to be, we'll link back up eventually. And that's what happened. I went through about two or three other girlfriends before her, and then we just. Came full circle, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But that's why I was like, you can't have a crazy girl. So your girlfriend's not like crazy. She doesn't go through your phone and stuff like that. She understands like it's temptation out here. Correct. And who you are. That's all. That's cool. That's what's up. It's kind of like a McCabe's Angels type of thing going on. Except there's only one angel. (laughs) God, what do you not get about this, man? Are you going to change her name in your phone to McCabe's Angel? I might if she's okay with that. Want to be one of Deshaun's friends of the show? Like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Final Forecast. Well, yeah, man, we got some uh, Twitter questions. Dave, you want to ask these Twitter questions? Sure. We asked Twitter. They wrote to the Final Forecast on Twitter and Facebook, and they came up with some questions for you. Shoot. What's the handle they can ask us more questions on, John? I just said it at the Final Forecast. Yeah, it's at Final Forecast. So try again. All right. So, <laughs> how has playing for hugs helped in improving your game? It teaches you how to play hard, which I'm like I don't I don't understand that. I think I play hard coming in, and then you realize there's a whole different definition <laughs> of playing hard. Seriously, I mean, it's a learned it's a learned skill, like to play hard, and you don't realize it until you get to a place like this. Do you, would you say that you're a tough player, like a tough guy? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have to be to withstand any reasonable amount of time here. Yeah. Is it like physicality and mentality and all of it in the same thing? It's more mental than physical. Yeah, for sure. It's more mental than physical. I mean, I played cricket, so that's a pretty mental and physical sport as well, you know. Demanding. Yeah, demanding. Is that the one where they throw the ball at the stick? With yeah. the, the pegs on top. Yeah, the wicket paddle. Yep, it's not a paddle. It's a cricket bat. Thank you, cricket bat. Yep. So when you switch, on you a bounce big, it off the ground. Uh, yes. <laughs> when you switch on a big man, do you call for a switch to get out? I think it. Dep- I think it all depends. I mean, stuff like that happens. I'm not gonna be so like stubborn and prideful that if I switch on a big man and I'm isolated on the block I lose a game because I, I want to prove that I can push into this guy's legs mm-hmm. that's not the point if it makes sense for me to do it then yeah you know if I got Emmett guarding a guy he can stay in front of on the perimeter mm-hmm. and he switched off and I got a bigger four man on I'm guarding him then I do everything I have to do to not let him touch the ball and let Emmett do his job on the perimeter it, it's situational yeah. so I'm not an don't idiot. Mean that, that- but I should have asked was you have no problem guarding a big man on on the block. No. I mean if it, if it if you're asking would you go down and, you know, be physical and bang with the bigs, yeah, for sure. Right. Next question. Uh someone asked the generic why You don't know who asked these questions? I don't care. Yes, you should. Uh it's important. 
Is it's it? very important. All right. Our producer let me, Dave. Let me go back. Dave. I'll everyone. edit this so I'm really good. Da, 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 da. Fucking slap is your what? Producer like this, Jordan? What? Is your My producer is Alex King. I don't know if you know who that is. He's nice. He's okay. very nice with the camera. <laughs> Alex is good. I like Alex. He's a friend of mine. Dave, yep, I work with him. Snarling at me. I literally at me. tell people to use Alex for things. Alex. Oh, yeah, he is good. Though. He's good. man. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Alex King. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Kreitz asks, outside of Pit. Uh, are there any non-conference games you are extra excited to play? Is Pitt still get us excited? Is that still a thing? Definitely still a thing. I'm not from West Virginia, but I know that there's a big-time rivalry. That will be that, that Friday. I think it's a Friday night we play them. I think we play Here? Pitt on a Friday at Pitt, mm. and then we play a home football game, I believe, the next day. Mm. Like, it's supposed to be a big WVU kind of Pitt rivalry weekend thing. Um, Good to know the rivalry still still a lot, a lot of buzz and stuff. Yeah, was, it's still a lot. Would you say that Texas is a bigger thing now than Pitt? Now? I don't know. I guess. With all the horns down. Yeah, stuff. Will Greer, you know, destroyed them last year and yeah. you know deflated their season and did a bunch of stuff to them. So <laughs> I would see that being a rivalry, but I don't know. I I don't think historically it's as big as Pitt. Yet not even close. Yeah. Will we see a horns down from Jordan McCabe at Texas? No, probably not. If you hit the game-winning shot, well, then I'll jump up on the scores table and throw horns down. <laughs> it's my trademark. I did it in the, high school, the state championship. I was on the scores table my senior year. That's that's my like. It's like a magnet. Any game would, winner on a big stage, we're going there. You would be a legend if you did that at their court. On their court, <sighs> that would be that'd crazy. be crazy, that'd right? That'd be insane. Because it'd be silent except for like the you twenty-three would, people that you are would in start there. something, bro. Oh, yeah. Probably. Isn't that the best sound in the world, like, on the road? Just, like, it's literally, like, deflating an entire <laughs> arena. Just air goes out of it. Everybody's pissed going home. They're like, God damn, I got to work bet- tomorrow. <laughs> we just lost at the buzzer. I hate everybody. Yeah, yeah that's That's great. better than hitting a game winner at home, right? And hearing all your That's actually a good question. Up. I think if you asked if you asked everybody, you'd get about a 50-50 split. Respect, respect. Outlaw, Outlaw SJL, who asked about uh, improving a game, also said, have you asked Hugs to bring back the black uniforms? Do you care about the black uniforms? I think they're cool. I think the Cold Rush idea is, is really, really cool. It, are, is black in our colors? No. Is that going to be the argument? Yes. But Cole how, how do you feel is, about that argument? How do I feel about it? It's above my pay grade. What about the gray? <laughs> it's above me. Yeah, the gray is technically not in our yeah. colors either. I mean, but we use it. The coal rush idea, I think, is awesome because it pays homage to the people that work the hardest in the state, and those are coal miners. Exactly. I uh, think that's sweet. Did uh, did the black uniforms help or sway you in any way in your decision to come to West Virginia? You want me to say yes to this question? I absolutely do. Want you to then say yes, hundred percent. I was like, <laughs> I, I googled John Flowers, saw him in a black uniform, I'm like that's where I want to wow. go. Wow, the black album. Yeah. The so it icy. <laughs> it was tough. It was. Another thing that I could have marketed a lot. So icy. Uh, Josh Witt from Unreasonable Doubt Podcast says, what is the best arena atmosphere outside of Morgantown in the Big 12? Kansas. Uh, he was asking Jordan. Did he say other than Kansas below it? Uh, yes. Because I think I read through these, yeah. Outside of KU, slight oversight. Prep for this? I did prep for this. You're a smart man. 
Except you threw like relationships. I didn't prep for that. <laughs> you threw a bunch of stuff at me. I'm not gonna lie, this was fun so far. But no, I did prep for it. Look through the questions. Best atmosphere in the Big 12 on the road would have to be. Man, last year Lubbock, Texas was loud. That was the worst whooping I've ever taken. Yeah, in my life. Mm. On the basketball court, that was. I mean. I heard it's pretty crazy. Any, there's no place in the world that makes me more, you know, amped for something now, considering what happened to us last year there, than Lubbock, Texas. Oh, you're looking and forward to it. Yes, 100%. Revenge time. 100%. That I place heard, gets loud. Ames gets loud. I heard that place is crazy, though, like, like just around, like, Outside, like, yeah. Lubbock? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. I don't know. We fly in. <laughs> We fly in, we practice, we sleep, we play, and we get get on the on the plane. You didn't hear any stories? No, I didn't hear any stories. All right, cool. John Pentel asks, "Who is the best dressed on the team, and who has the most swag?" That's a good question. Does he mean this swagger or swag. swag? We say swag. Oh. I don't know what these young kids say nowadays. Drip. Drip. <laughs> Fleek. Well, Fleek is not a thing. Drip. <laughs> Who's got the most drip on the team? Damn it. It's because of his hair. He can get paid from his hair. John just thinks <laughs> like, if you, have, if you have any non, like, <laughs> slightly unusual thing about you, <laughs> just put a dollar sign on that thing. Is Emmett not I mean? marketable? Yeah, it's marketable. Okay, exactly. But go ahead, though. Um, who's got the most drip? <sighs> probably, probably either Emmett or Jermaine kind of have to have a certain like look and stuff and you got to be built a certain way because like a short five nine stocky dude like me can't really pull stocky. off like seven <laughs> i'm not stocky i don't got a stocky build <laughs> i got like a Catlow, what has you i got like a dad bod thing going on right now it's i don't think it's built. see swag ain't got nothing to do with what you wear I'm and all that skinny. stuff man it's just it's how you carry yourself man i used to walk around campus in a what cars book bag like little like whatever Like the craziest stuff Is just how you carry yourself Door of the Explorer It's how you walk It's how you talk It's how you carry yourself It's the aura that you have When you enter a room You know what I'm saying It's not about what you wear Emmett though Emmett He yeah. got that swag He does uh, What's your podcast about You know my podcast Is gonna be about Just about anything It's gonna be a lot Related to sports Um I'm doing it Alongside of Of Overtime If you guys don't know Who Overtime is Look them up on Instagram, yeah, uh, Shania, who played here, uh, is now working for Overtime. <laughs> they're a big-time, you know, sports media outlet group. Um, but they're helping me along with this podcast uh, journey of mine. And it'll be a lot about sports. So, so far, uh, we have recorded interviews already with um, uh, a guy who started with Overtime as an intern and now kind of worked his way up to being uh the face or one of the faces of overtime as well as mikey williams uh, who's uh, unreal 15 year old athlete right now coming up in the basketball world and our next one that is being lined up as we speak don't hold me to this 100 percent, but it's almost confirmed as elena della don yeah so elena della don other people like that we're going to talk to a lot of people around the sports world who are doing a lot of different things not just players uh, guys like Filet, uh, who you guys are familiar with in, the, in his videos and stuff that he's done, as well as like a DJ Sackman, guys who are training NBA guys to hopefully, you know, NBA guys themselves. So there's connections with Overtime who's 
done a great job of building uh you know a pretty incredible brand from from nothing since you were young i think they had you all right yeah i was i was really really young when when we first started and their first ever thing with me was on like an iphone probably six uh, in some aau tournament they filmed it something happened they posted it and i think they were at probably eight thousand followers at that point now they're at 2.2 2.2 2.3 million so what do you want people to get from the podcast what do you want uh, to i'm trying to build like a community so and when I say community is I watch like uh, Pat McAfee. streamers, Pat McAfee, you know, you got these video game guys now who are doing this stuff and they're streaming live video games. But as boring as that would seem to like an older person, like, why would you watch somebody else play a video game if you could play it or do this or that or go play outside with sticks or whatever older people would tell you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why would you watch somebody play video games? I saw them listen to old people. Man. Like they just they <laughs> well, they that's hate. That's not true. They got stuff to say. Stay for the whole game. They have the wisdom and walk both ways in the snow. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Like staying for the whole game of like A football game. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Like the students don't stay the yeah, whole they, game. They get they get upset about the student section and stuff like that. Yeah, like they don't understand what it's like to be a student though. Like. You got to listen to the students and what they want. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's not about you all the time. It's about what they want. So, yeah. If I ever, if you ever hear me say that, like, back in my day, just, I, I always put this permission to punch me in the chest. Just, just punch you square yeah, in the chest. Man, like, shut up, <laughs> No, I think you're not going to make everybody happy. The, those conversations and arguments about students leaving or whatever, you're not going to constantly please everyone. You just got to let it be what it is. Let's go, Mountaineers! Yeah, man. It's good to have you, man. Good luck with everything this season. Uh, thank you, thank you. You know what I'm saying? I know you're going to kill. I know as a team, y'all going to do way better yeah, than last year. Be so. In a really good spot, and I appreciate you guys You know, having me on. Excited for everybody else to get back. Uh, that way they can't, you know, they can ask some questions that aren't related to... My love life and other things like John's interested in. And ghosts. And ghosts doing obscene things to him. Or actually, I don't think it was obscene. I think he enjoyed it <laughs> after rewatch the podcast. But no, seriously, I really want to say thank you for bringing me on. Uh, and excited to... I'm kind of inviting myself here. I'm that kid who invites himself back. Yeah, so I'll see back. you guys in a few, uh, few months when everybody's back and we can all be in one room and talk i'll have more crazy questions anything you want to plug the joy mckay podcast you guys yeah the podcast i mean on my socials uh anywhere from my instagram twitter or youtube uh overtime's also going to be um you know putting that stuff out as well so just kind of keep an eye on that joy mckay podcast is coming soon not sure where it's going to go uh but we're going to try to take off with it so what was better the uh tony caridi or final forecast what was a better experience for you this podcast I mean, we're is just, now completed. <laughs> I mean, we're slumming it up in a in the closet in the practice facility, but know, we don't have the studio. They're and both stuff. they're both great for different reasons. I love those guys. I love you guys. Uh, you heard it here first. We're better than Tony Caridi. See, uh, you, you know, know I'm, I'm trained in this politics stuff. I <laughs> try to stay away from ranking people and doing all that stuff. No, seriously, Tony's great. So where can they find great. you at on uh, uh, Twitter? Yeah, so my Twitter is Jordan McCabe 5. Instagram is the same thing, Jordan McCabe 5. Jordan McCabe 5 across all of my social media platforms. So hit me up. I don't hit me up. That wasn't supposed to be like that. Not hit me up. Slide Give me a follow. DMs. No, don't, don't <laughs> slide to John's button. DMs. Get a, please. I, I, 
I know how to handle that stuff, man. This has been another episode My of goodness, the final. Just <laughs> went off the rails right at the end there. Just follow me on Instagram and Twitter is what I meant to say. I appreciate it. John's big into branding and personal brands, so go do that. Yo, I love you guys. Thanks for having me. I'm holding it down for Deshaun Butler, Kevin Jones, and our lovely co-host Ash. That's me. <laughs> See y'all soon. It's your boy J Flow. Follow me at JFlow41 on Twitter, Instagram. Ask me any questions. Uh, write us at the Final Forecast at Final Forecast. Man, that's all if I you got. Be our fan, uh, our fan guest. Yeah. In an upcoming episode, send us an email at finalforecast at gmail.com. I love talking to fans. If you want to, if you have a Jordan McCabe hater, we'll have you on. We'll have you. We don't care. <laughs> We'll Except I'm gonna be sitting across the room. We're gonna go at. What, it. Yeah, wouldn't that be like interesting? Like to hear with someone. I, I like that stuff. Like, yeah, people telling you like what's bad about you and then debating, kind of like a debate. It's just a conversation because you don't always have to agree with people. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, yeah, that's a problem. I love Everybody that. Stuff. Everybody's gotta agree. So McCabe haters, write us and let us know what you hate about McCabe. <laughs> You're stupid. We'll get you on the show. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. Take me home through those country roads, Mountain Mama.